This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Are you uh, going down that path or are you continuing on with the journey? Stop it. Just need to ask. <laughs> Stop I have to do my due diligence. With the elements needed to light the forge in their grasp, the party must work their way back to the cathedral across miles of open terrain. The entire valley on the walk back. Suspiciously quiet. Ominously quiet. Ominously quiet. Too quiet. quiet, you might say. (laughs) Giving them time to think about the tough decisions that lie ahead. But he wonders if he's being foolish and if maybe throwing himself or throwing his soul away would be worth the sacrifice to save everybody else. We're thinking about the unintended consequences of lighting this forge and how they feel about each other let me tell you one thing when you die which you will i won't feel bad at all will they make the right choice i want to go down that yeah path, exactly but i also want to finish this goddamn book <laughs> the adventure continues now Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Redheart. And for our Patreon supporters out there, you also might know me as Tishpak Zababa Abzu Shamash. Speaking of Tishpak, we got some exciting new bonus content on the way for our supporters at the Oops I Crip My Pants level and up. Not only do you get that really fun extra bonus content that we love to make... Each new supporter gets us a step closer to Skidmar, the master, getting his very own Pathfinder actual play podcast on the GCP network. And I'm just personally really excited to see that happen because as a lot of you know, he was my first game master and he does an incredible job at it. I know he just took me to the end of book five of Rise of the Rune Lords, which I might be able to finish in the next decade based on the amount of content we have planned for you. And I've got some exciting stuff in the hopper, as Troy might say, but I can't tell you about it today because if I did, Troy threatened me. He said he'd do me just like he did, Barry Connick Jr. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that, but what I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about is being really excited for PAX Unplugged. We're going to be doing another GCP Live there, and the last Glass Cannon Live show almost tore the entire podcast apart. Troy was fiendish. We'll see if he can keep that up. And hey, I really hope I get to run into you guys if you show up. Maybe we can hang out, grab a beer, non-alcoholic beverage, cheesesteak, burn some Eagles jerseys. I don't know. It's up to you. Anyway, I hope I see you in Philadelphia. And without further ado, here's episode 124. I want you to all imagine for a moment a busy port town. You see ships coming into the harbor, ships going out. It's bustling. Cargo is being loaded on, being unloaded. Tons of sailors moving back and forth. Pedestrians filling the area, going in and out of bars and whatnot. As we zoom in closer, we see not only is it uh, very busy in this area, but it's also pretty seedy. There's prostitutes walking around trying to sell themselves to 
sailors or just regular passers-by. You see kind of glimpses in alleyways of really shady stuff going on. Drunkards just passed out in the street. Maybe drug addicts walking around either selling drugs or nodding off. In the distance, you hear the faint sounds of cheering. Sounds like a crowd is really excited about something. And as you get closer, you hear that they're not so much cheering as they are yelling at something going on. And so you get from behind the crowd and start to see over it, and you see just a little tiny pillar of smoke rising from whatever they're looking at. As it gets in close, you see that the smoke is coming from a woman being burned at the stake. The fire is just kind of like kissing at her feet, and the people are cheering at her. She's a witch! Where are the children now, huh? Where are the children you stole? And they're throwing fruit at her. They're throwing rocks. You see like a dung pile hits her off the face, lands on her cheek, but she's standing pretty stoic. Uh, Although you can see the pain rising in her face as the flames begin to lick uh, her lower legs. Her clothes, the robe that she's wearing is starting to catch on fire. And amidst this crowd, people yelling and screaming, you see a man standing there. And he's not joining in in the, the yelling. He's just kind of intently watching this. And he's up front. The woman, right before the flames start to really take her over, looks at this man. He just points out a bony finger as best she can with her arms tied to the pole. And she says, Nine years. Nine years will you have to savor the fruits of your treachery. Nine years before you pay. Nine years before you die. And the flames start coming up. Her clothes completely burn off and they start to envelop her. And the man just gives off a sickly smile at the curse that has been laid upon him. And then he looks to his left and he grabs at a little boy who is turning his head away from this grisly scene. And he just kind of pushes the boy's face towards it and he says, No, you look. Don't you look away. You watch. And remember... If there's any of her evil in you, you'll end up up there someday as well. And the little boy just kind of watches this go down. We zoom in on his cold, gray-blue eyes. And then we zoom out on those same gray-blue eyes. Now with maybe some crow's feet around them. Some wrinkles, certainly not smile lines. The face of Nestor Coin, standing in the shrine of Fandara, watching Della work with the clay. (laughs) Welcome to episode 124. (laughs) 
Wow. <sighs> nice job, Troy. What was that? None of you saw Skit. that. <laughs> I know what it was. <laughs> none, of us, none of us saw it. We all heard it. A yeah. little moment happening in Nestor's brain. Maybe a little memory, a little flashback. Mm. Where's a slag heap when you need one? <laughs> so last... <laughs> Uh, that's, not, that's just not something you hear every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so last episode, a short one by our standards. <laughs> just a quick one. We apologize it was such a quick one last week. Um, <laughs> we were in a real rush. Yeah, we were so we were short on rush. time. Yeah. I, I, all I could think was like it never felt like it was that long. Yeah. Maybe well, there was no stopping point. Yeah. And, no. There was no, yeah, you just had to go on. But I, when it ended, I was like, was, was that over two hours? What yeah. just happened? I only knew, I had to go to the bathroom real bad. That's the only reason I was <laughs> kind of like aware of the aware time. Aware of the time, but that otherwise. That was what that puddle was on my floor. <laughs> um, the cats. Can I blame that on the cats, too? <laughs> uh, so you come into the Shrine of Fondara. You see that it is in, in disrepair, but uh, only in the sense that it's like, old. There's cracked walls, cracked floors, but everything else seems to be in place. Even the sluice still working. These clay statues come to life. You guys fight them. They burst. They do crazy damage as the clay shards fly everywhere, and then you have this living ooze of worms, flesh-eating worms uh, come to life. You guys finally handle all of them, and then Della goes to take these blocks of clay and turn them into usable clay for you to line the forge and has this vision of perhaps Mimrif the Maker laying a stone giant to rest encasing his body in clay and slipping in these maybe magical flesh-eating worms to devour the corpse inside. And now you're all here. You have all four pieces needed to relight Minder Hall's Forge perhaps has not been relit in centuries. Etena believes it her goal, her, her, her destiny as keeper of the forge for this to be relit saw in the five of you perhaps scions of these famous giant heroes to go out and retrieve this stuff, bring it back. Now you have everything. What do you want to do? Well, we have to go. We've got to go back, Kate. We've got to go back. <laughs> we have to get back to the cathedral. We have to go back. Uh, yeah, and we just. And Dell's pretty hurt. I'm yeah, banged Sir Will, up. Sir Will's banged up, and so is Lexington. Bad shape. Yeah. Uh... So we need to rest, and and there, we have a disease. Lexington has a disease. Della, do you have a disease? Yep. And so we don't know what it is, right? We didn't identify it, but it's eating away co- constitution, so it's deadly. No, I thought we did. We, we did. I, don't know. I thought somebody did. It's worm rot. Worm rot. Yes, worm says Dr. Rot. Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Baron, MD. <laughs> I'm a sheriff, a doctor, and a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a t shirt. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I don't... We got to go. Yeah, we have to go. Uh, yeah. But we also have to rest. Yes. Well, let's rest first. And I think we talked about um, using the, the sapling rod again. But we should wait. I also looked at the calendar. It has been 
As of today, seven days ago is when you fought the peritons and planted it. So is it every week you can yeah. use it? Yeah, once, once per week. Once that, per worked week. Out. that worked out nice. So yeah, you have some options. Whenever you decide to use it, then we start And what does it bear? Does it bear four lesser restoration <coughs> fruits or two D or one D eight or two D eight or something? Uh, lesser res- I will read it off to you. Let's see. Uh, the sapling rod uh, appears to be a limbless trunk and branching roots. Of a miniature tree, it grants the wielder plus five competence bonus on survival checks. Blah blah blah. Thrust in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Two d four pieces of fruit, or, which can be either cure moderate wounds or lesser restoration. And Last we get exploding dice sword. on those. Troy said, "Yes, yes, that is now glass cannon." Yes, <laughs> is that actually true? Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Oh, awesome, cool. Magical tree, magical fruit. Cool. <laughs> Magic tree, magical fruit, magical wolf. What could go wrong? <laughs> and the recipient actually decides if it's cure mod or restoration. Oh, yeah, ah, it's the recipient. It's so interesting. Handed the fruit, you're like lesser restoration. <laughs> Very cool. Cure my awesome. Um So, but your thinking in wanting to wait, uh, Skid, is you want to see this worm rod tick off a little more and see how much. Yeah, because we have a chance for it to recover. Those who have it have a chance to recover on their own. Yeah. So if we can we'll wait, also heal our our damage, our current con damage. Uh, yeah, yeah. One one by one resting. It's a brutal situation because you also determine from your heal check. I think it was a heal check that it takes two consecutive saves, and you can only make one save a day. So let's say both uh, Della and Lexington save. Great. And then the next day you fail, restart the counter. Well, I think. I'm going to use Knowledge Pool to cast Bear's Endurance on those of us who need it. Or at least those of us who are nice to me. How long is that? <laughs> oh, is that? And that's going to boost your fortitude save. Yeah, boost the save. Yeah. Well, who has the disease? Well, It's just you and Lexington then. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll do it for Lexington because I like Lexington. Sweet. Lexington <laughs> likes you. <laughs> so, but basically, uh, I'm going to use all, I'm going to have to prepare like all or two of my second level spell slots as Bear's Endurance tomorrow. That's yeah. okay. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, we're not. We're not going into anticipating valley or anything. <laughs> well, we are, but it's still. It's going to take whatever. Whatever we do, it's going to take us a few days to get back to where we need to go. Yeah, and we just need to. We need to rest. Fingers yeah. crossed. We don't have any random encounters. I <laughs> <laughs> well, just get my D one Hondo out. <laughs> Let's spend even longer in this valley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, so we want to rest here or immediately... Let's rest here. Back. It's got to be late in the day. This has been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> Two-hour episode. It's got to be nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we also had the... The previous episode was the same day as well. The fight in, with the tombstones, with the uh, trolls. Oh, right. That was the same day. That was the morning. The scrags. This was a little afternoon tumble. Yeah. <laughs> and, afternoon tumble. And I think that now it's time to rest. We, uh... We also have a great means of, of alerting ourselves if someone were to walk into these, this place because those doors are so hard to get open. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's true. This is a good place to rest. But most likely they'll come in the poop chute. So yep. we'll just keep an eye on that. A keen eye. Can't Valley. episode without mentioning the poop chute. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you're going to rest in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Shall we burn off some healing? Burn some heals? Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. All right, so you do some healing. You can do that on your own time. Um, and, and you aren't going to do any sort of ability score uh, healing. You don't really have access to that, right? That's what we need the plant for. That's what we need the plant for. Okay, so you'll each, uh, Lexington and Della, will cure one con overnight uh, with the rest. Get those hit points back. Um, did you both take three con damage? Two. Two. Two, yeah. Um, pretty nasty. I mean, uh, so what does that put your con at with the with the one heal tomorrow morning, Della? Uh 
12. What about Lex? After the rest, Lexington would have 16. 16. All right, so there's some time, but the problem is as that con continues to tick down, your fortitude save goes down. Yeah, and, and he's sickened because of this disease, yeah, which sickened. also hurts the fortitude save. Yeah, that you're a sickened. i got to roll high. This is, this is bad news. When do we make the save? Now? Um, I mean, during the, the journey back, because it would be 24 hours. Okay. Um, frequency once per day. Uh, it is so funny how often we're running into these situations where if we just had a cleric... It wouldn't like, even be oh, an issue. Oh, it's, like, it's not an issue at all. Right. Yep. But it's like a huge part of the campaign is dealing with this stuff that becomes life-threatening because we don't have a way to deal with it. Yeah, and things that just tick over time. It, you mm-hmm. know, I've never experienced this before because no, I've, I've always played with a cleric. Always played with a cleric, which is good advice to all of you out there. <laughs> always play with a goddamn cleric. Well, we you, have don't forget a cleric. You, um, low, right? Oh, hey, God. who's Umlo today? I don't want to hear any more shit about not having a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Umlo? Who is Ums? I'm Umlo. Oh! oh. A little Grant action, you know, Burgermeister, Meister Burger. Always have been. Uh, always, <laughs> I always have been. I've always been the caretaker. <laughs> um, all right, so the plan is to what? Backtrack? Yeah, on foot. Backtrack on foot. Um, With all possible haste. Towards where? Right. Towards the Forced Dark march? Passage? Want to do a Force March? We're going to go towards the Dark Passage, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So back the way we have Back the way we came. All the way back around the valley. Without yeah. going through the front gates. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, because having to go through the front gates again, you would assume they've been remanned. Uh, they've been like, oh, somebody killed the Etten and Smilodons. We should probably put better guards up. Let's just send new. Let's just recruit two new Smilodons. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so... You guys are pretty far south. Um, you know, you 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 leave the uh, the shrine and you get back to that boggy area where you fought the scrags. You see that raft and you just kind of trudge through it, and you get to the other side. And then eventually, uh, later in the day, you get to the stone bridge where you fought the uh, the two stone giants that tried and failed to knock you, especially Umlo, off. And you see that other path leading southeast. Mm. Are you uh, going down that path, or are you continuing on with the journey? Stop it. I just need to ask. Stop <laughs> I have to do my due diligence as a GM. We, uh, Nestor, what do you think? No, no, no. We're in a rush. Yeah, we got to get back. We've got to get back. All right. <laughs> He's a terrible person, and my friend. <laughs> All right. So you cross back over the stone bridge. Strong wind picks up, and you fall off. Uh, <laughs> All right. There we go. I wish. Uh, I wish. <laughs> All right. And then, you know, you continue up a little further, and you see that path that leads back to the front gate. So now you know that you're heading due north. And this is where Della and Lexington start to feel like garbage. <laughs> oh, man. Roll your fortitude. She very quickly cast Bear's Endurance on, on both her and, and Lex. Lexington. Okay. And so that's a plus four to con, plus two to your save, right? Plus yep. two to fortitude save. Okay. Okay. What are your fourth save? What's your fourth save? With the bonus, I have a plus eight. Oh, man. Okay. Got to roll well. That's why I'm saying this is lethal. This is uh, lethal. Lethal. And Troy seemed injection. to imply that touch of law would not be quite adequate for this. Yeah. Natural one. Oh, no. no. Come on. Oh, God. No. Jesus. 25. 25. This is, by the way, my natural one die. 
which I have not rolled in weeks and weeks and weeks. And I brought it back. Break it out. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Come on. So, Narn, you're still sickened, but you don't take any further con damage. Make the save tomorrow, and you're cured of worm rot. Okay, great. However, poor Lexington does not have the same opportunity. Here is your con damage, Lex. Three points. Oh, get out of here! Oh, no. I didn't know because it was the the die I got from Scotty's brew house, and that's on the six, and that's the six. Oh, so it's three points. Can I roll my own? That's no fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> three points of condamage. 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 All right, he's now at thirteen con. Oh fine. man, thirteen con. Thirteen. Con. Boy, I wish the Spare's Endurance could last. I have 112 hit points right now. <laughs> uh, so Will can see him getting sicker, and he's going to lay on hands him. He's going to do all he can. Okay. Um, he gets him eight eight more hit points back. Is he still going to ride him? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ride him. Ride Hard. Him. Ride him. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe when he gets below 10 con, you might want to lay off. That's just abuse. At a certain point. <laughs> Um, but that's up to you. Anyways, uh, eventually you get to the um, clearing where to the uh, east you saw the scarecrows and you know to the north it's Foxport Stadium and it's, <laughs> it's time to bed down for the night. Um, so do you guys need to do any other healing or will you get back to full with a normal night's rest? Yeah, uh, no, fun. yeah, Lex, or Will and Lex are very far from full. Oh, so so, I have some so I'll lights. burn the rest of my cures and... Yeah, and Umlo has some channels now, and I have cure lights. Yeah, okay, yeah. I have four cure lights, and we're not planting the sapling rod yet. Um, we can. I, I, let's just hold off for the moment. Okay. Um, between all of our stuff, I'm sure we can get full. Yeah, I mean, Baron's got four cure lights. Four for four cure lights. Dallas I have four got, lay on hands left. All right, so Dallas that's got two. We got Umlo can channel. All right, so that's going to be that's going to be enough to bring you back to full. Luckily, you didn't get into any uh, scraps. Today, in fact, the the entire valley on the walk back, uh, suspiciously quiet, ominously quiet, ominously quiet, too quiet, you might say. <laughs> you don't hear a bird. Every step you see, <laughs> tracks going everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and as you bed down, as you bed down for the night, uh, especially Della and Baron, uh, made, we w- we want to do tremor sense every thirty feet for the day. <laughs> Uh, as Earth glide all the way back. <laughs> See you guys back in the dark passage. Yeah. Uh, as you guys bed down for the night, Della and Baron especially, um, you might realize that it was a week ago today that Barry Connor Jr. died. Oh, oh wow. It was a week ago? A week ago. Wow. Felt like yesterday. Yeah, it feels like only yesterday. That you killed that bear. That yeah, I can, I can, I can see the two arrows like going shunk, like, right into his skull. It feels like, honestly, like it just happened. I'm going to give you a scale of zero to a hundred. Any remorse whatsoever? Sorry, remorse. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't. My vocabulary isn't quite like what what yours is. Uh, remorse. I don't have your five gold piece words handy. I don't, you know. I don't uh, know let, what that let me means. translate it for your small little brain. Do you feel bad? At all? About what? Killing him. What, the bear? Yes. No, he's coming at me. I don't even... I don't. Even, I can't even look at you right now. But 
I'll everybody, that. Baron and Sir Will look at each other like awkward, like. <laughs> Baron pulls the collar that doesn't exist in his leather armor to like let some steam off. If <laughs> you're far too sentimental about some fucking animal, what are you sentimental about? I'm not a sentimental person. Money. It's not sentimental. It's more practical. You know, prostitutes. I like prostitutes, but I don't get sentimental over that. I don't get wistful, like thinking about some, you know. Well, there was one, but it's not. It's not something. It's, I just my, my my brain like it doesn't work that way. This is the advantage that I have over all of you lot. Is I don't I don't get bogged down by that, that sort of uh, whatever it is emotion. Let me tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. When you die, which you will, I won't feel bad at all. Whoa. Well, I don't think that's true. Uh, but even if it were, uh, I don't. It doesn't bother me. You're gonna die just like the rest of us. Eventually, yeah. Probably violently. Well, yeah. Well, probably viol- more violently than the rest of us. Yeah, but that again, that doesn't bother me. I don't care. Like it's a, it's, it's it's inevitability. So why worry about it? Will is going to get up and storm away, and uh, he's going to go pray in the woods. He f- feels very unhappy about this. Baron's going to say that you two have to. Stop talking about this for a little while. We got a long journey and a forge to light, and we have no idea what's going to happen. How could you possibly be concerned about a bear, even though we loved him and he was a part of our party? Exactly. When That's we exactly have, what I was saying. We have a chance to either save all of True Now or go down in flames attempting to do so. That's yeah. what we need to have our eyes on. Thank you. Thank you. Della, were you listening? What? Sorry. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's, what, it's like a brick wall sometimes, mate. I, just, I don't know what to do. She's hiding behind a curtain of hair. Does my head in. So, this discussion happens. Getting a little salty. Battle does that to it, party. Sir Will goes off in the woods. Are you still writing letters, <coughs> Sir Will? Uh, here and there. Here and there. Yeah, there's nowhere to send them, though. There's no way to send them, though. Right, right. So, so you're not just collecting them? No, uh, I mean, he is, but he's only got a few. He doesn't do them every day. He's been focused a little more on, on praying now, I think. When was the last time you sent a letter? Uh, would have been Shinnerman's Fortune. Ah. Okay. So I imagine that they had some sort of, like, ability the to... postman. A, a rider. Survived the onslaught. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the um, one government employee. The rain, survived. sleet, or giant attack. Yeah. I always deliver the mail. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> a weird creed to have. Um, it's oddly specific. But yeah, when when he wrote from Shinnerman's Fortune, he would have wrote that he would have written that he he knew what he was getting into, so he might have been off the grid for a little while. So you're out in the woods praying while there, and you can hear in the distance they're kind of eh, I'm not terse, arguing, having like, a discussion. What, what's what's going on over there? What's going on with me? Yeah, Lexington's in bad shape. You think he could die? Yeah, it's it's really upsetting. Uh, Will is praying. He, he's praying to Iomade, and he he's trying to do this every day. Uh, and there was a time when he wasn't, and I think that that sort of correlates to when he was uh, when he was using the infernal healing and stuff like that. He was kind of getting away from it, and so since then he's trying to do his like hour a day when he can. And um, and in this case, it really was. He, he was motivated more by 
frustration with with the group and the kind of petty arguing and stuff. And his prayers are about bringing people together because I think that that's a big part of Ioma Day's whole thing is like armies in her name that you know unite together to fight evil. And for a while there, he felt sorry for himself because he was like out there alone. And he didn't have a band of knights that were fighting with him, which is what he's always been used to. He's always in the past been like part of this large group of followers of Ioma Day that are fighting large groups that are opposed. Whereas now everything got a little bit more hard to decide upon, a little more morally ambiguous. And he's been put in the position to make decisions that he's not exactly equipped to make. He's a little innocent. He's not exactly prepared for this kind of stuff. And so... He lost his way a little bit, and he's, he's trying to find it, trying to find it back through prayer. But one of the main things he's praying about is he's focused on the forge and Minder Hall and his brother. So he's trying to get some sort of guidance. Like he, I would imagine that he doesn't hear anything. You know, he doesn't hear a voice in his head from Ioma Day just telling him not to light the forge. But he also worries that if he doesn't light it, they're all going to die here, and the giants are going to take over. And I think that it's uh, – he doesn't know if he needs to resort to these lesser means, these dishonorable means in order to save the the small folk and, and the good people of the world, which is the whole point of Iomade's thing. So, uh, yeah, I think he's wondering – he's stronger of mind now. He's a little bit more experienced, and he's looking down uh, – Imagine like a camera, right? Like it, it pans down. Uh, it's been kind of on his face as he's silently praying, and it pans down, and you see he's holding in his hands a vial of demon's blood. <laughs> and he's he's kept it close to him because he doesn't... He wants to remember... You bitch! <laughs> because he wants to remember what exactly got him off the right path, but he can't bring himself to throw it away because he doesn't know if it could save Lexington's life. I mean, he is dying. He knows that he's dying, and he doesn't know when they'll find a cure. Well, maybe it's also like your Alcoholics Anonymous chip. Right, exactly. Like like two that, weeks without demon's blood. Right, and that's been his <laughs> intention. Like, that's been his intention, is to, like, keep it as a reminder, but he had a few chances to just throw it away and he didn't and uh, he doesn't he hasn't felt the temptation as strongly he, he's been feeling better feeling guided but he wonders if he's being foolish and if maybe throwing himself or throwing his soul away would be worth the sacrifice to save everybody else which yeah, is, how could that possibly be an evil act Right, so uh, you know if he, that's what he's thinking. He's, his question to Iomade is not, "Do I like the forge? Do I not like the forge?" The question is, "Would a follower of Iomade make a deal with the devil in order to save the followers of Iomade?" <laughs> you know what I mean? If it was just me that had to sacrifice myself, um, would should I do it? And there's just no answer, and so he's really. He's really stuck. And he's trying to just focus back on the whole point of the tenets he grew up with, which is honor, loyalty, valor, never breaking against the most evil forces in the world, standing tall, dying if you need to, you know, death before dishonor, all that stuff. Is this dishonor or is it selfish to keep your honor in this situation if it means the death of all these people? 
it's a very hard moral question for him, and, and he's, he's stuck. And meanwhile, unbeknownst to the rest of the party, especially Della, Will is uh, holding the vial that he lifted from Della the night after the fight with the Oculus. Hmm. So that's where that went. <laughs> so, you know, the party at a time when they need to be coming together is kind of all over the place, per usual. We kind of bounce back and forth. Yeah. Good yeah. days and bad days. This part of the valley tends to always be bad. For yeah, it's like there's this hovering <laughs> evil element here. Well, it's hard Black to, like, cloud. just with the personalities involved now, it's going to tend towards Discord. And Discord. Just because, mostly because of Nestor. That's also not necessarily a bad thing all the time. No. I mean, people bicker. Yeah, sure. People fight. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want, just because she's not going to be, just because she's not going to celebrate your death doesn't mean she wants you to die. Right, right. <laughs> That's how he it took mean it. She's going to murder you. That's how I took it. Right. Uh, you know, you know, won't be particularly put out. This is what we're explaining. You, you're, not, to Will. you're not aiming for it, yeah. Like, yeah, we're like, no, no, we we talk like this all the time. You should know by now. I don't. Want this is just to, how we. This is no. He, yeah, we don't want each other. Die, Sometimes, mommy sad. and daddy. Yes, exactly, exactly. See, so we have we have this sort of understanding. That's all it is. Common ground. Common I, ground. We found it. I think the other thing that's happening is Umlo and Baron are probably studying from uh, the Book of Torag, mm-hmm. and we're considering dwarven history in general because of you know being confronted with the heir to Nargrim Steelhand's line, my own uh, heritage, which is new to me. And I think we're both hooked up and really attached to um, the quest for Sky and the unintended consequences of releasing, unleashing orcs onto Galarian's surface. And we're thinking about the unintended consequences of lighting this forge and could we be just destined to make a mistake again, or is there a way we can amend that? Um, and, and as much as we're the chosen children of Torag, um, perhaps dwarves are just destined to screw up the world in some ways when they when they endeavor to do things. So I think we're trying to find any textual references to where we could stop making that mistake when we get to the Minderhall's Forge. So with all this milling about your head, milling about the party, you guys go to bed, wake up on the night of Lamashan, star day, ready to set out again, back to the Dark Passage, back to the cathedral. Uh, Lexington and Della get one measly point of con back. Mm. I'm at full now. Until, ah. until Pop, I failed to save today. <laughs> and then reset the clock. Uh, off you travel. You go uh, past uh, where the passageway leads up to Adoromi's Chapel. You go past where you fought Gristlecrack. Past where uh, Finial Smick's bones were found in the fires. We hardly knew you, Finial. <laughs> <laughs> it's just around that time that Lexington and Della just don't feel great. Bears yeah. endurance. Bears and dirt, bears and dirt, <laughs> fortitude. Uh, and Sir Will is, is praying hard as well uh, for Della as well. He wants her to uh, to get past this rough part of the day. They probably got like a fever. They're probably like, running a fever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Worm rot. Yeah. Great name. Twenty three for Della. Lex. Lexington. Oh, Come on, Lex. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't have it up, and I think it might have changed. Oh no, it didn't change yet. Okay, because he got one back. You got right. bears and dirt. Don't forget. Come on, Lexi. 
27. Della is cured. Yeah! Right. Lexington has one save to the By the blessings of Iomade, right, Della? <laughs> or my own spell that helped us. <laughs> I believe it was Iomade. <laughs> potato, potato, I guess. <laughs> she saw the need for your presence in this valley, I believe. Right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, she does everything. You, all right, so hey, I, I know, know I know. I, why do bad things happen to good people? <laughs> Hello. So, uh, what could have been bad with a little bear's endurance? Della is cured, and Lexington is one O'Brien roll away <laughs> <laughs> from uh, one of two things happening. That was a beauty, a natural nineteen. There we go. It starts to get dark again right around where you fought the beds. If not right up against that, but like in that huge clearing where you basically yeah. have three different With ways to the, go. With all the paths branching off of it. There's one path that you never did go down to the southeast. Oh, God. How, how many paths m- must a man walk down? <laughs> how many paths must a party skip? If you can exhaust the completest like, skid, I feel like we should. Yeah, I, I, no, I mean, I, I'm exasperated because I want to go down that path. Yeah, exactly. But I also want to finish this goddamn book. <laughs> so you guys rest. Um, is has the mood improved at all? I don't want to role play it all out, but or is it, are people still feeling a little uh, saucy? Well, I Nestor for his part, uh, after the vision of his father and the vision that he, the memory that he was just reminded of back at the at the temple, um, is. Like he's he's remembering that as a very small boy because he was he was six years old when this happened he's remembering that as, as as he remembered it his mother was devoted to a higher power and it was in large part his father who steered him away from that and so he's he's thinking that maybe you know if this is a key towards reaching his ultimate goal which is the death of Urthrosh Urthosh. That maybe it's maybe it's worthwhile to consider. So, interesting. So he's thinking about that. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, wish you guys could see into Nestor's head. I know. I know. Um, and I think Will is actually going a little bit the the other way today. I think he feels very optimistic by Della turning, making a turn, looking better. Lexington, at the worst part of the day, seemed to make a turn, felt a little bit better, uh, had a little more strength, and. In general, I think he's trying to remember the faith aspect. It's like you don't know the right or wrong answer all the time. Sometimes you just have to believe that Iomade is going to put you in the right direction. So he's feeling a little better today. So now you know you're getting closer. You know where you are in relation to the Dark Passage. You don't have to go all the way down south to where that uh, underwater temple is, so you have a shorter journey at this point. If you go unmolested, you think you could make it to the Dark Passage by nightfall. And then, might as well just keep going. It's night. That's true. So off you go. Eventually get back to where the Ved's bodies are all decomposed. They've been eaten by probably drakes in the area, or maybe some more Smilodons. More Peritons, who knows. And you continue south following the stream, and there's that big bend in the river where you guys were hoping that this was going to lead back to where the crossroads were. Then it bends again south, and you see that small little footpath leading to where the black-headed beast was. Ah, yes. Mm. 
keep coming back down, and then it comes to a split again. If you continue south, you know that leads to the slag giant ruins, and eventually to the underwater temple that Rosag presided over. But you guys know you want to go east. And so east you go. And sure enough, by nightfall, as the valley narrows, you see the bodies of the peritons also rotted, bleached by the sun, and the entrance to the Dark Passage, along with a number of other cave entrances, if you remember. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? It's night. It's not going to get any more lit in the Dark Passage. Find Fungfar. Yeah, we got to go check in on Fungfar. We got to go find Fungfar. Fungfar! <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I really want to do. What? Meanwhile, back at the cathedral, I want to know what's going on with our stone giant. Gonna it's been have, days. Going to have to get back to that cathedral. <laughs> oh, 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 come on. I want a Lord perspective chapter. We get back, they're all dead. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Pembroke and uh, Isseus know. Yes. Um, so you guys want to go? Wait, Skid, do you know? It's all that need concern you is that... <laughs> Everything's being seen, too. <laughs> I just hear a message. <laughs> yeah. I believe I heard Pembroke. <laughs> Pembroke. Pembroke in my ear. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Go to the Dagobah system. Go to the Dagobah system. Go to the Dagobah system. <laughs> there you will look. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so do you guys want to go in at night, or do you want to I think wait? It's, I think we should go into our favor, going... Resting in the dark passage, uh, get out from the out from out of the open and rest in there. If Don't can... forget, once you get through, if you do do that, it'll be day, and you've got to get into the cathedral by yeah. day. Unless you wait, might for be double to, rest. Might be better to charge ahead, and then we can sneak towards the cathedral at night. That's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's either double resting or charging ahead. But Nestor's got the right idea because if you don't rest, you're going to be pushing forward into the night, and you might be we can, exhausted we can, the next day. We can rest under under the under the spike with our friends. Yeah, sure. As long as you can make. How it. long does it take to get through the dark passage? Uh, you would think if it's about seven, eight o'clock now, mm-hmm. you could be through by ten. Oh, yeah. Well, 10, let's, yeah. Let's but you've been on. traveling since probably nine a.m. It's a hell of a passage. It is twisty and turny and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I vote for charging ahead. Yes, yeah, charge ahead. I'm, I'm all for it. All right, so I guess Baron and Umlo will Flybury. take the lead with their dark vision and kind of uh, have a little rope leading from their waist to Nestor so he doesn't bump into things. I'll cast light on Nestor's uh, bow. Oh, thank you. And in you go to the dark passage, and you know your way around now. Baron's innate survival says, just go this way. Do you want to go back to where the living cave, cave paintings are? Do you want to, Which way do you want to go? Because you can go south, you can go past where you saw Fungfar, and they both can kind of lead around to the living cave painting. Or you could just continue south along the way and see what happens. Either the most direct route or the Fungfar route are my votes. Direct or Fungfar? I'm all aboard that. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I would pref- Will would prefer direct. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to talk to him. Although you can both survive off rocks now that you have that cape. That's true, I can just eat rocks. Well, yeah. gemstones. So long as you keep the cape on. Yeah. 
You could enjoy a nice rock meal together. <laughs> you walk in, you see the bodies of the Bagane and the other uh, giants. Or were they, camera, were they cave giants, I think. Yeah. Um, and then you continue forward, everybody roll a perception check. Natural one. <laughs> Come on! So let's see. 21. 31 for Baron and 22 for Umlo. Add two to both those scores if it's so notice unusual stonework. As always. <laughs> well, it is pretty unusual stonework. And the reason, sir, but the reason Sir Will failed it is because he's tending to Lexington, who feels really... Oh, oh. Bears endurance. Bears endurance. Bears endurance. Bears endurance. Okay. Come on, Wolfie. Come on. Here we go. Here. Wait. Go! Fail. <laughs> Fail. Oh, oh, no. Natural oh. three. Oh. oh. Joe's okay. got a Yeah, we need a Melika. <laughs> it's too upbeat. Um, <laughs> did you give yourself your point of con back from the healing? Um, I, <coughs> uh, I did. Yeah. All right. Take one more con. Okay. Away. And the clock has been reset. Back to you, Baron and Umlo. Unusual stonework it was because you hear stones being crunched in the distance. Like... Yeah. Probably... Uh, uh, Fung Fa having fourth meal. <laughs> eleven, eleven Yeah, it's eleven. Yeah. All right. Now that's. No, that's morning. That's third meal. Yeah. So lunch. No, it's ten. That's fourth. It's fourth meal. Breakfast. Second breakfast. That's Taco Bell. That's the Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Meal? You don't have a television, so I'm just like, you know. That's the Taco Bell slogan. <laughs> so uh, that, uh, is that the most I can get from that perception check? Uh, yes, you hear. You all hear something in the distance, and Baron and Umlo know that it's like the crunching of stones. Well, let's go see if he's putting fire sauce on those stones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Del Taco. Taco. <laughs> Del Taco. <laughs> Uh, Baja Fresh. <laughs> All right, so you guys walk forward towards the sound. Mm-hmm. Pretty confident that you know the source. Sure enough, it's your old pal Fungfar. And he's just chewing on rocks. And you guys come up and he whips around. So Willow's like, Ho, Fungfar! Good day! Aww. Oh, good evening! What are you guys doing back here? I didn't need any rocks. Meanwhile, he's got rocks falling out of his mouth. <laughs> it's I okay, Fungfar. I didn't do it. I just was feeling a little hungry. I thought I'd have a snack. Della, it's okay, Fungfar. Della waves her flaming scimitar around some in a threatening manner. I'm, 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 listen, I'm not doing anything. Della. Have you talked to anyone? I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't eaten any rocks. Where have you been? I've just been here. I don't know how to get out of this place. <laughs> All right, I'm satisfied. <laughs> Set's motive. Yeah. Uh, twenty nine. Uh, yeah, he seems genuinely lost. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't want to go back towards the cathedral. I want to go back and get out of the valley. If you can help me, Bar- Baron says, "Funk far, funk far." I'm sorry. I'm so sorry you're lost. I'm wondering if you saw anyone else go through these passages since we last saw you. I, I haven't seen a single person. If I did, I would have asked them for help, too. Got <laughs> ah, some Lucas Tello now <laughs> in him. Where did he go, George? I'm a bad boy. Who's on first, Funkfar? 
I didn't do anything. If you, if, if you let me out of here, I'll, I'll help you in any way I can. We don't have time, Fung Far. I'm so sorry, but oh, stay come here. On. We will we will be back to get you soon. See, we've already come back once. We'll come back again. We always come back. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'm just gonna sit here and not eat any rocks. <laughs> Promise. Okay, Fung Far. All right. Good luck storming the castle. <laughs> Della does, points at her eyes and points at Fung Far. Uh, he cowers. <laughs> this giant rock troll. Uh, how's, your, how's your hand? <laughs> he, he clutches at his stump. Uh, no, actually, you regenerate. Yeah. Um, all right, so you leave stupid Fung Far uh, to his rock meal and continue south, and you can see in the distance flickerings of light the campfires of those giant families. Okay. You've reached the other side of the Dark Passage. What do you S- think? Sir Will is going to start, uh, he's going to ask Umlo for help. He's going to start de-armoring uh, himself in Lexington to try to be a little quieter on this move through the valley. Okay, so, so he'll put his armor in the bag of holding and uh, put on some leather armor and continue as quietly as possible. And should we extinguish the light on Nestor's? Yes. If that is the indeed the plan. That's the plan, right? Yeah. Is it just sneak by? Yeah, we're going to... Okay. Well, wait, but it's... Wait, no, we had a better idea, didn't we? We talked about this off air. Well, one suggestion I had was no, I Sir Will creating a diversion, and then the other option was... Della could go ahead and retrieve the broom and using fly and invisibility and then send the broom, and then you could use the broom and invisibility combos to ferry people back. But isn't... The, the the shelter right right outside the entrance of the dark passage on this side. I think we have to get we we originally went through the poop chute. Yes. Yeah, so oh, it's outside the wall. Yeah, you're outside the wall. We're still like a mile away from the cathedral, right? So oh. yeah, what you've been doing is hugging the wall. I thought the entrance to the, to the dark side. passage was inside the wall. No, it's outside the wall. Yeah. Okay. This map is very confusing. Then flight sounds like... Away. Now, yeah. the only thing is I think we're begging a Drake attack at some point if we're not all invisible. I can make a number of us invisible. Yeah, but even if a Drake comes, like, the worst case scenario, we just the person just continues to fly, like, as quickly as they can back to the group, and then Nestor kills it in the first <laughs> round. You are two miles from two miles, two miles. the spike drop. Wow. Ooh, that's a while. Spike that's, drop. Yeah. That's going to require multiple fly spells. And you got him? You got him to spare? I Well, I got some. I got three. All my third level spells. Oh, so it would take days. Multiple. But you just have to get to the broom. I just have to get to the broom, and then we can ferry people back and forth on the broom. I also can... You know, if the, if the drake comes and I'm flying, I can, you know, shadow walk myself to the ground or something just to give myself an extra, you know... A little extra leg up on it, but we can also—you'll be invisible. I'll be, You'll invisible. be fine. Don't make me invisible because I can actually just play the Drake Drake Spain horn if a Drake shows up and scare them away, That's which true. would be awesome. Yeah. Um, now the other thing, Sir Will, before you get out of your armor, we I could we could put you on a floating disc. You and you and Lexington could sit on a floating disc. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a visual visual joke there, but Sir Will puffs, puffs, puffs yeah. out, he puffs out his chest, gets a, a cocky smile, holds up the banner, and just floats across the valley. Yeah. Um, I mean, what is the purpose of that? 
just so you don't have to. You can be fully armored in case something happens. Oh, so we don't have to move. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be clanking around. Yeah, that's cool too. So you could we could do a combination of stealth and flying. Because yeah. I don't think I don't think Lexington can ride a ride a broom. No. Uh, yeah. No. Definitely not. That's a good point. So yeah, I guess we could just sneak. Well, no, not Umlo. So yeah, do the fly, do the brooms, and send Sir Will. Because if Sir Will gets caught. He can jump off the disc and just run away anywhere. They won't be able to chase him on, on Lexington's back. True. Okay. Um, so what's your plan? You're going to do invisible, fly, invisible, fly, invisible, fly, and that'll get you there safely? Invisible I mean, the whole way? And flying the whole way? I mean, maybe not. I don't know about the whole way. So let's, ta- let's do takeoff. <laughs> And okay. then I'll sit, and then I'll become. I will do one uh, one iteration of fly and, er, of invisibility, and I'll fly. And then at a certain point, I'll have to cast invis- invisibility again if I think I need it. Okay. Well, can we just do the math? Yeah. yeah what's the math? How many feet? How, ma- how many miles per hour are you going to be flying on that thing? So it's sixty feet per round. So sixty feet for every six seconds. Are you? Oh yeah, because right now you don't have so to. So faster. I think six hundred feet a minute. Six hundred feet a minute. And there's. 5,200 feet, feet in a mile. 5,280. 5,280 feet in a mile. So 10,560 10, divided 8, by 600. 8.8 8 minutes. Oh, yeah. So you you can definitely do it. So I can do it in one fly round. So Della just goes over there. <laughs> I love math! Goes invisible and moves like cooks over the valley. And you see, you know, you see all this stuff. You can see in the distance the fighting pits, shit going on there. There's like a probably a big fight happening. It's it's Sunday night. It's Saturday night. So uh, Saturday night fights. Right. Uh, Saturday night fights. Uh, no, actually, no, it's, it's Sunday now. Um, it's a little sonic boom as she takes <laughs> off. Everybody looks towards the sky and you just see same thing. Giants everywhere. The camps that you came through when you got through the gate to get up to the cathedral and you go over the palisade wall and touch down in the vicinity of where you left the of where you left Lork, Pembroke, Aram, Ymir, and Rasmataz. Uh now to do a message I have to be able to see who yeah, I'm so you have I, to you have to point your finger at the recipients. Which I cannot do. So right. I will approach where I remember the the tent being and I will say the password what is the password um you don't remember it did we make one I just made that up on the spot <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> New <laughs> England clam chowder <laughs> in the strange language Della does not speak she says New England clam chowder <laughs> is that the red or the white <laughs> is that the red or the white? Sorry. It's only Della. I think it's the red. Manhattan. And so you, uh, Lork, no, no, it's disgusting. Della, come in. Lork will sit up and pull back the tent and allow Della. An invisible Della slips in and becomes visible. Beautiful. So cool. Blue haired Kyle. She, she shakes, she pulls back her hood and shakes the hair loose. Uh, we're back. I require the broom to bring the rest of us here. Ah, uh, yes, of course. How are you? Uh, we, are, we are well. Uh, there have been some uh, Any interesting things happening? Taking place, yes, yes. I'll fill you all in when you're here. But some uh, interesting things have happened, yes. Is everyone all right, Della? Has everyone survived? Everyone survived. Everyone. I felt a terrible feeling about a week ago. Everyone survived. <sighs> okay. 
You want me to roll a bluff check on that? Good to know. <laughs> uh, he's not sensing any motive, so uh, you're good. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> not assuming she's lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> Della will take the broom. <laughs> Baron's going to have some bad news for this guy. <laughs> uh, Della will take the broom and cast invisibility and fly back. I think she can move a little faster on the broom, right? I think so, too. Uh, so, vroom, get back there. It's late at night now. It's getting to be almost... Uh, Midnight. I'm sure you guys explain, uh, exchanged even more pleasant pleasantries than we just uh, role played out. So, boom, you get back on the broom, and do you still have invisible spells left? Yeah, it only took one because we said it's eight and a half minutes. That was one spell uh, of flight because nine wow, minutes per level. That's right, or right. nine minutes total. And you that was figuring out the feet that you moved. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So you moved ten thousand feet in eight minutes. Yeah. Over ten thousand feet. That's great. Right. Oh. All right. So. Yeah. Right, we did the math. Didn't I we? think I did it for one mile, so I did had to. Use, I would have had to use two iterations of each. Okay, so I have one left. So you used two to get there, and how many back? And one, two. Well, let's say I did invisibility only to take off. Sure, it was, it was ten thousand. 10,560 divided by six hundred, right? And that would tell you how many minutes. Yeah, so I would need two iterations. I did seventeen point six minutes, yeah. one way trip. So two iterations there. Two iterations back. Well, no, I didn't have to cast fly on the way back because I had the broom. The and bro- then I was going to do... the broom do... automatically make you invisible? Or you no, just... so then I was going to cast invisibility to take off, uh-huh. and I was going to ready this ready invisibility if I run into trouble. Okay. Uh, so I become visible at some point up in the air. So you come... More importantly, you get back safely. No one sees you. You're hugging the wall, I'm assuming. Um, but you burn out three invisibility spells. Yeah. What's the plan now? So the broom we, can carry two hundred pounds and fly at a speed of forty feet, or up to four hundred pounds at a speed of thirty feet. Yeah, we should probably low, load up two two people on there. I'm low and Baron. I'm low and Baron. Yeah. Are we you guys be? under four hundred pounds together? We should with be with all your gear. Are you under? Uh, pounds? I can tell you exactly how much I weigh. You don't all have to fly. Some can stealth. I think actually Nestor's going to stealth. Like he's not going to use. He's going to like start. Is a and we can take Sir Will and say you on the other side. Sir and Will and Lexington on the uh, on the disc on the disc. Yeah, yeah, and Della can stealth too. Yeah, I mean with my gear, I'm. I, I think we can only take one at a time. How much do you weigh? I weigh 170, but I'm carrying gear, and so is Umla. I think we both weigh about 170. We're both that's without gear. Yeah. That's like a pretty standard dwarf weight. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so you're definitely going to have All right, to. All right, so Umlo's gonna, uh, Umlo will fly. You alone can only fly. Uh, it will be over 200. How fast is the broom? 600 feet a second? No, no, oh, no. no. It, it goes... 30 feet around. Oh, okay. Or so 40 300 feet, feet a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's over 200 pounds, right? So it's going to go the slower rate. Mm-hmm. Yes. 30, 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll, invi- I'll make Umlo invisible for the, take- for the takeoff. And then hope all goes well. So Umlo's going by himself? Yeah. And Sir Will and Lexington are on, on a floating disc. disc. But visible. <laughs> visible. Yeah. But you just you're basically trying to increase your stealth. Yeah. And you're gonna stealth along with Nestor and Baron? And and Della. And Della. Well Umlo just flies solo mission <laughs> over there. And does he have the horn now? 
I could give him the horn, although it yeah. is part... No, it's one of our forging items. I think we should hold on to it. Umlo is part of our party. He's not going to run off with it. <laughs> he's not going to steal the horn. But he's die. not a scion. He's not a scion. He's not a scion. He's not related to Jograthir, and it, he could die on the way there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Poor Umlo. All right. <laughs> all of you guys, except Umlo, roll your stealth check. I, I don't know what my stealth check is. He doesn't How, make any noise. Y- you don't make any noise. You don't move. So you're fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, 21. Oh, boy. <gasps> no. Uh, 30 for Della. You must have rolled a natural two. I rolled a three, yeah. Uh, I could touch a law, you. 30 for Della. Baron? 24. Yeah, but that's only for okay. one round. True. It's the middle of the night. You've done this before. There are no patrols yeah, outside you see past of the children. Palisade. You go along the way. Meanwhile, Umlo, about halfway oh into his journey, hears something overhead and sees what appears to be a rift rake oh in the distance, not too far away. 10% chance on a D100 that it sees Umla and straight up attacks him. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We're, top the we're roll fine. In front of you guys. We're fine. Oh, you Let did, me roll it. You, Let Joe roll it. <laughs> you didn't make Umla invisible. Hmm. Just for takeoff. For half of it. Oh, got it. Ninety-four. Well, it depends. Which end was it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if it was what you wanted to happen, then it happened. So Umlo, by the skin of his teeth, flies over the palisade, and uh, you guys continue through, around, go through the poop chute. Della uh, shadow walks so she can avoid the poop chute. Okay. <laughs> she appears in the tent, and you are all back. At the (laughs) magical invisible tent. Oh my god, amazing. Wow. You got Della. You got Sir Will, Lexington, Nestor, Baron, Razmataz, Aram, Ymir, Pembroke, Lork. Just outside the cathedral. All four pieces in hand. And Pembroke has a few things to say. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Oh! <laughs> hey, what are you? Skittle, tell me on the way home. That's a secret. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a powerhouse and Tate production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.